Hi, this is Viv, and you're listening to a new episode of If I Did, You Can Too. The guest that I have for you guys today is the definition of beauty for me. Every single thing she has done looks so pretty, I just can't. And she's so down to earth. If you guys remember, I had an episode with Shushan where she was talking about this application called Daily Hellos. So now I have the person that she was talking about in the podcast for you guys to hear her story. She's called Ofla and she's here and ready to share her story with us. But before we get to her story, I want to thank you guys for sharing this podcast with your friends, rating and commenting on Apple Podcast and supporting me. Keep doing that and let's get inspired. Okay, guys, so we have Ofla right here with us. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Oflavia. I am from Indonesia and I'm a plant lover and a dog mom. <laughs> and I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> oh, that is perfect. I think you're one of the first people who didn't say what you actually do for a living as well. <laughs> no, I actually uh, listened to your uh, podcast previous episode and and I it actually makes me you know kind of think as well about how I usually introduce myself and in a way I usually obviously relate myself to my career or my job title but I found that it's not always necessary um, so then kind of like oh actually it's nice to just really introduce myself as what I you know, what I love or <laughs> who I am in a very personal or just minimum basis. So yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love that. But I know that you are an entrepreneur and you've had businesses that some of them are successful. You even failed. I love stories like this. It makes me feel much better when I'm like, oh my God, they also failed, but then finally they succeeded. This is like the best version of stories that can motivate me always and forever so that's why you're here so before starting the show you told me that the sense of being an entrepreneur and all of this whole sparks and ideas that come to your mind comes to you from your dad go ahead and start your story right from the beginning and tell me how you've been always trying to find some other job that help you bring in extra money yeah so as I was um like sharing with you before this interview um I think growing up my dad he's he always worked in the business um side and I think that runs through me and I remember even ever since I was little I always tried to make extra money uh even when when I was back then when there's cassette when you record the the song and um i did that for a couple people for maybe like uh <laughs> 50 cents if in usd or like 2 ringgit in in malaysia ringgit um and even when i was like in high school i helped i started freelancing because i've always have interest in graphic design and um back then when we first all got like computer in our school and everyone just don't really know how to use it. And I'm like, okay, I can help make little things for you guys. Just pay me like this money. And um, so, yeah, I think that really runs through me even like since I was a kid and um, that I think never leave me even to this point that I just 
always want to start something and eventually just wanted to have my own business and not just like maybe freelancing or just working for other people because I, you know, I want to build my dreams as well instead of maybe building other people's dreams. So, so yeah, <laughs> that's a very short story. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one sentence that you say, I want to build my own dream other than helping also other people to make their dream as well. So beautiful. So talk to me about the first business that you started. Yeah. So um, the first real, real business, because I feel before that, I don't know how many like little, little things that I that I did. But I think the first one that I feel that, oh, I, I get something out of this um is the jewelry business I did. I think it was back in um, 2012 or 13, um, or maybe slightly after that. I'm, I cannot really remember the exact time, but it was a um, um, jewelry business with my ex-housemate at that time. And uh, we sourced this bracelet uh, from India. Um, and then we just bring it that to Malaysia and rebranding rebranded the jewelry um it's called mecha mika it, it means chain uh, i actually really really love that name um and yeah it, it it was super exciting because this is the first time when i have to you know take the own product photos and come up with the logo the brand name and social media back then instagram it was not like how it is right now when everyone just posting their products on social media but back then I remember waking up every morning and I'm like okay I'm gonna create a content so I just went to my table and take some photos and it, it definitely grew um it's definitely not like huge but it grew pretty organically and it was quite exciting um yeah at that time but obviously there's so many challenges I obviously don't know what I was doing at that time all I know was just design and, you know, creating content and photos, but I don't have any, um, like knowledge, especially when it comes to physical product, because that's a whole different world than just digital product, for example. And me and my ex-housemate, we obviously, we didn't really know what we're doing. So, um, it went, um, pretty okay. I mean, we definitely get some, um, third party who were willing to get all of our jewelry and put in their platform and sell it there. And that was super exciting. But other than that, it didn't really take off because all obviously like we didn't put, um, hundred percent of our time as well. And we were doing our other job and, um, we also like a focus and we're just not sure where is this going. So, it ended up um almost hurting our relationship also because we stayed together in in the same house and um you know every day we were just look at each other there's you know there's this friendship there's also I'm, I look at her as my business partner and my friends and at some point it was it was hurting our um friendship and I kind of don't really want to risk of losing her as a friendship just because of this business. So, um, yeah, we just call it off and, um, stop there. <laughs> and I think it, it works well for both of us. Actually, it just, uh, 
made our friendship also stronger and we still obviously friends to this day so I'm I'm very grateful for that but but yeah that was my first um business I would say that didn't work out but definitely taught me a lot of lessons and really really great experience that I wouldn't also trade for anything else correct me if I'm wrong so the next business that you started was the T1 yes okay tell me about that and also tell me about how these ideas actually come to your mind (laughs) they look completely different (laughs) I know I mean um the jewelry it's really sometimes for me idea just I don't know when it comes to into my head and I get excited and then I just wanna and I have vision basically after I get excited oh uh I just jump forward like maybe five, 10 years of how I see this brand could go. And that's when I just get really excited and want to get it out as soon as possible. And I think it's for me, when I get this drive, I am willing to just, you know, do a lot of things very quickly. For example, just like reach out to people or um, just start mocking up in my laptop, the logo and just getting other people excited as well. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, the idea, I don't know, sometimes it just came out of nowhere. Maybe I just woke up and then I start thinking, oh, okay, this is, would be cool. And then I start visioning things and then I get excited <laughs> and then I start reaching out to people, uh, which is also what happened with the, the app that I was, that I'm doing right now. But, uh, the tea thing, it's, it actually started pretty funny. So, um, the tea, I, I always love tea in like backstory. I think for, I don't really drink coffee that much. And I kind of resonate tea with the idea of connecting with people deeper because I remember back in, uh, when, you know, when we, when it, the office was still like full of people sitting there and like just chit chatting, I remember having a lot of break, um, and then having tea time in the kitchen and we ended up could like talk for like 30 minutes or 45 minutes just really talk uh deep deeply over tea because sometimes you know when you pour tea it's super hot you don't want to drink it right away so you you're taking your time and um you ended up like slowing things down which I love I I love (laughs) slowing a lot of things down because um it kind of gets me into really calm um space so yeah i have this um love for tea just overall uh and i've wanted to start tea business on my own for sometimes i even like contacted a supplier before and already start mocking up like the the name and so on but because of um finan- financial thing i just never pursue it um and then uh one day someone reached out to me on LinkedIn. Um, and so she's actually, she has an agency in the States, but she's Malaysian and she was in a way poaching me to work for her agency. And, uh, we had initial call, um, just kind of like getting to know each other. And I share, she asked me what, what is my vision in the next five, 10 years? And then I told her about how I want to build my own tea business um so like after that obviously like the job didn't really uh we we never find a match in in terms of the job but she reached out to me again 
after saying, hey, actually, but do you want to um, start this tea business together? And I never meet her because, you know, we're just connected through LinkedIn. And obviously she's in the States. I'm in Malaysia. And, you know, when you just have that good uh, feeling about it <laughs> and also in general, I used to, I, I like to say yes first before thinking a lot of like a lot of things. So, and obviously tea is my, you know, it's my dream. And I'm like, yes, okay. And I obviously I have a good feeling about her as well. So I say yes to that um, idea because, you know, I just want to open up the conversation and see where it is going. And so she also has uh, her friend that is in Malaysia and who's good at, at business, like at more, more on like operations and, um, especially with physical product. And it's just a perfect combination of three of us somehow just makes me feel comfortable in really pursuing this further. Um, but I never met her up until six or eight months after I, I say yes. And we finally like start working together, which was very interesting because when I, sometimes when I share this story to people and they're like, how do you say yes to, uh, you know, like opening up or creating business to someone that you've never met before. Um, but I don't know, it just, it just happened. And, um, we still, we Skype even after that, like after I say yes, and we start working together. So we Skype every week. Um, even up until now. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I think that was kind of the story. It's, it's for me, I was always like found it also funny when I share, resharing that story because, um, I found it very, uh, interesting how sometimes people can be connected different in different ways. But when you think that it's right, you should just, you know, go for it. <laughs> I have, so this is personal question because I'm so curious. How did this whole thing work? Like, how did you create a whole tea brand? You contacted suppliers. How did you find them? And then from there, yeah. like the whole process. Yeah. I want it for my personal interest at this point. <laughs> I don't want it for this podcast. I mean, I'm going to leave it here for people to listen, but I'm so curious because yeah. I remember the first time I looked at your uh, page for tea. And oh my God, it is so beautiful. The whole graphic and everything so pretty. And when I looked at it, I was thinking, but how did she do it? Like, is she making tea like on her own, in her own house? She has a garden. Oh, how? <laughs> I wish I have a garden to <laughs> really <laughs> brew my own tea. But no, so yeah, we reach out to a lot of supplier um, and we got a really like a really good supplier that we really trust in Taiwan. Um, so we manufacture there and then ship it to Malaysia and rebrand it, like repackage it here. So that's basically the whole process. But yeah, I mean, physical product is no joke. It's really like one of the most complex thing in terms of creating the product um, and also packaging um price value a lot of this is this whole thing is again like so new to me but um this is why I feel at this time I'm so glad that I'm not doing this alone because these are the things that you really need right people who have kind of like knowledge and experience of this to kind of really get it 
started. Um, and I, I don't know, when I kind of reflect back even a while ago, I, I really think that doing business on your own, yes, you can, but to a certain point, eventually I feel you really, really need a team to, to boost this further because, um, I can imagine, yeah, maybe I can do it on my own, but maybe it will start taking off in like five, 10 years to, oh, I don't know, maybe <laughs> to get it going, to even get the production, um, ready. But, but yeah, so we contacted supplier and we just package it here in Malaysia. I mean, mm-hmm. in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. And do you do the whole marketing of it on your own? Social media marketing part? Yeah. So I'm mainly doing the social media and the, the website. Um, and obviously I'm doing the f- photography as well. Um, and then the website and the design, sometimes the ads are being done by uh, one of my co-founder in the States, the one with, uh, that has an agency. So yeah. And then my other co-founder, she's doing the logistic and operation. So I feel all three of us kind of complement each other and, and I'm, Super grateful for that. <laughs> and what I have seen, because I'm looking at the page right now as well, I know that you even had some influencers. I don't know if they were Malaysian influencers, but some of them even had the tea. So it is going well. How did you do that? What's the secret to that? It's definitely has its own ups and downs and challenges, to be honest, because, um, growing up business especially tea it's you know you can just go to supermarket and you can find any you know millions of tea out there so creating a, a brand from scratch something that you know people could easily find out there in supermarket or you know like mass market it's it's super challenging and also we started it um two months before covid so that <laughs> makes it actually um, 10 times harder but I I think in Malaysia um, especially I cannot speak on like other countries the startup community they are very welcoming um, and especially um, I'm super grateful that doing this tea business has allowed me to see so many female founded uh, brands in Malaysia um, I've never been feel so connected with so many female founders um if it's not because of the tea and they're always so open for collaborations um you know supporting each other so i think that really helps us to boost our brand as well um kind of like helping each other out um and there's one time i'm not sure i think um there's one brand that just I sometimes I don't even know how do they find us. Um, but they're called handmade heroes and they're also Malaysian um like brand. I think Malaysian Singaporean. And they um reach out to us for you know their giveaway. So they want to include our team in their um gift box. And so uh they have a lot of really awesome connection, at least like in, in Malaysia. So they send that give PR box basically to uh, a bunch of influencer um, in Malaysia. And I think that's, that's kind of what also helped boost our, uh, our growth and our, you know, appearance in, in the market. Yeah. Wow, that is so interesting. Um, 
And then tell me right now about the app that you guys are working on. I've already interviewed Shushan, so people already know about the app and everything. <laughs> but let's hear your side of the story. How did the idea come to you and how did you start the whole thing? Yeah, so yeah, again, this is something that an idea struck and then <laughs> I just got excited. Um, and then I reached out first to Mile, uh, our developer. And I think it's just, you know, I, me and Mile, we have a lot of common in a lot of things. The YouTuber that we, we seen, uh, or we watch and also, um, I don't know. We just have a lot of common interests. And when I, and obviously I have, quite a passions of creating this kind of connection um, or just project that really can bring people together or create a, a deeper connections. It's just similar in a way with the tea uh, when people like talk to each other over tea. This is just another way <laughs> I feel. Um, so yeah, I, I, I got excited with this idea um, of questions card and I know that even I've used it before, obviously, like in terms of physical cart. Um, and, but I want something that's also easily accessible because sometimes, you know, maybe you forget to bring the cart or you just, I don't know, sometimes just don't, don't want to, you want to have an easy access to it and something that people obviously bring every day is their phone. Um, so that's why I was like, oh, why not make an app out of it? And that's kind of like the the spark I feel. Um, I hope Sushan's telling something similar <laughs> and not like something completely <laughs> different. But <laughs> don't know if she's saying something similar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I reached out to Mal, and then Mal um, mentioned to me, "Hey, let's bring in Sushan." And and now we are a team of four uh, with our Android uh, developer and on the making as well for Android. So we're, we're pretty excited about it. Um, yeah. So, but that's how, that's how it started. <laughs> oh my God. This is good news that you have Android developer right now. Cause I remember when I posted about the app on my story, people were so pissed at me that you guys don't have Android. <laughs> I was like, they just started. They're testing the whole thing. So, yeah. Yeah, I told everyone, don't worry, wait, the Android version will come. So right now, if you're listening, it is coming, right? Of like, this do you is, have like estimated yes. time? Uh, hopefully in a month and a half. Um, but yeah, if Amir, you're listening and I'm going to forward this to you <laughs> when it comes out, pressures on you <laughs> to finish the Android app. But yeah, hopefully by, I don't know, by the time this is out, it's also available on Android. Oh my god, girl. And you have been doing all of this beside your actual job, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How do you find the time? How do you manage? Do you even have time for yourself? I do. I do. Um, I used to think that I'm a workaholic. Um, and I, I, but the thing is, I do enjoy the things that I do. So I'm not just doing it for the sake of fulfilling my you know, the need for me to work. Um, I actually really excited about the projects and the babies <laughs> and baby projects that I'm creating. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are times where I get burnt out and this is always kind of a reminder for me 
that I do need to prioritize, you know, my mental health and I need to really check in with myself occasionally to, I don't know, just even take a walk or switch off, you know, my laptop um, or phone once in a while to really even get my head clear and being able to produce a better work. And um, yeah, it's, it's still a work in progress, I would say, because I, this is, I think something that I'm going to um, trying to improve over time. Um, but yeah, even sometimes that's why on Instagram, I, I do all this content about self-help or self-love and well-being as well. And something that I create sometimes for myself because I want to be reminded of that. <laughs> and it's just kind of like, hey, if, if I'm creating this, at least I'm reading it and I'm putting this content in my head. And hopefully that kind of serves for myself as a reminder for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I relate to that so much. I think the whole reason that I started this podcast and I keep on going is the same exact thing that you said, to remind myself constantly. Wow. Ofla, you've talked about all these businesses that you are running. Tell us where people can find you, where people can find the tea, and where people can find the app. Okay, uh, so people can find me on my Instagram um, at Oflavia Veranes. And the tea, it's called Perfectly Tea. And you can find it on website perfectlytea.com or Instagram at perfectlytea. And the app, it's called Daily Hellos. Um, and yeah, you can find it on, just download it on App Store for now and soon to be on, on Android. <laughs> I know you have a page, an Instagram page for it as well, right? Yes. Uh, so it's at Daily Hellos. Um, but I think it's better if it's typed because I, I feel there's, there's an underscore on it. So just don't want to lead people the wrong the wrong page. Ah, uh, it's daily.hellos. Oh, okay. Daily.hellos. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not the one creating the Instagram. <laughs> That's very obvious. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Ofla, if you were to leave the people, the listeners, with one advice, what would that be? Oh, I feel there's so many advice. <laughs> but I think that um, my advice would be just stay curious and if you want to start something just go for it test it out if it does not work it's completely fine you can start something new there's you have nothing to lose hopefully um but yeah just just give it a shot thank you so much for being on the show go ahead and say your goodbyes whatever way you want and then i'll do it all right well, thank you so much, Viv, for um, letting me on your podcast. I'm actually super nervous <laughs> being in one. Um, but yeah, you've, you've been very welcoming and, you know, making me also super comfortable. So yeah, I guess my goodbyes. Uh, thank you for you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Uh, this was Ofla and Viv. And this was yet another episode of If I Did You Can Too. Up until next time, bye-bye.